welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse, now in podcast form. I'm your host, Luke, and this week we've got Shannon back on as we discuss the unreleased Roger Corman Fantastic Four film from 1994. How are you doing? Doing well. Excited to talk about this movie. So, first off, I definitely like this one more than the other one that we saw and discussed. <laughs> How did you feel? I do think the scenes in the 2015 movie, the really, like, the good aspects of it, like, the really creepy scenes, like, when they're uh, first captured, Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, really, really great filmmaking, and it was really scary and really unnerving, but that's about, like, maybe one minute tops of a feature film that is, like, good, and this whole thing was, I have a lot of problems with this movie, but it was much more entertaining and much easier to sit through, and I didn't, like, hate myself. (laughs) <laughs> for sitting and watching this the way that and this one actually like made sense like it was coherent yeah what would you say is the first problem that you came across in the movie uh, uh, the big thing for me i think was uh and of course this is gonna be my problem is the, the portrayal of women mm, okay like at, at the end like everyone's in their little fantastic four outfits but sue storm's still in the wedding dress for some reason and like the the whole the entire subplot with the blind woman, Alicia, like what yeah. is what is happening? <laughs> yeah, it, there have always been issues there. I thought you were going to say the part where like she fell in love with Reed when she was like ten, and he was like, that, yeah, his, that's really weird. Yeah, and that was something that like got put in later, and then it got retconned out because people were like, yeah, that's really creepy when you actually. Like, look at what is going on. He's so dreamy, and she's like a child. Uh, I and they're, they're just in love. They're just in love for no reason. Same thing with... even. It's even weirder with Ben and the blind woman. It's like, I love him. I touched his face once. She like, saw the true beauty inside of him. Oh. Uh, and he saw that she was really pretty. <laughs> but she loves him even though he is a rock monster. It, it but then works. he turned back into himself when she said that, but then he never does it again. Yeah, it's... Is that, like, a thing in the comics? Does he... Because in every adaptation I've seen, like, he can't change back. Uh, early on, he could change back, and he'd randomly turn back sometimes, and then they realized, mm-hmm. no, it's better to have him as a rock monster all of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were... Did you have any, like... What were your, like, the biggest issues you had with it, or... The jeweler subplot is so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, because, like, I guess for whatever reason they didn't want to use Mole Man, because if you're going to use Mole Man, then you have to put in big monsters if you're going to do them right, and so instead you get this guy who's, like, a weird knockoff version of the Danny DeVito penguin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the score was very, like, Danny Elfman-esque. Like, crappy yeah. Danny Elfman. <laughs> yeah, like, so much of the... That. So much of the score does sound like it's ripped off from a better movie. Or, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I mean, overall, it's entertaining. It's a bit slow. Like, you can definitely see the age. It felt to me more like it came out in the 80s than 1994. Mm-hmm. It's like, was it Jurassic Park 94? I like, think, around there? Yeah, and... <laughs> I mean, but this movie had, like, it is really impressive that they had such a small budget, million-dollar budget, mm-hmm. even in the 90s. That's, like, nothing. Yeah, and so, like, what they made for that money, I think they could have gotten their return on the investment back. 
Mm -hmm. And we could have probably gotten a sequel to this. We are getting a sequel to 2015 Fantastic Four. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Who's, is, Trank, is Trank still on it? I don't think they've officially yeah, I, announced. I'm assuming not. We'll see. After he, you, you know, you make an angry tweet about your movie, I don't think you're going to get invited back. Probably not, unless you're like Ryan Reynolds or someone who actually has power. I mean, that's <laughs> like the danger of having all of these kids doing these adaptations when they go from, yeah, I've got a million dollars to make a movie to, oh yeah, I've got $160 million to make a movie. Mm -hmm. Overall, I mean, the movie is entertaining and the effects are good for what they are. It's got comedy in it. I mean, the uh, doctor mm -hmm. scene was really good. Which one? The uh, doctor scene when they're, like, getting tested after the Yeah, the yeah, that was, uh... I could totally see this as, like, a Saturday morning live-action TV series. That mm -hmm. would have been fun. It's like, oh, what's all oh, Doctor Doom's back today? Because it felt like that. It felt like the goofy, like, super campy. And there were scenes that were supposed to be serious, like, when Ben is really upset. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, he scares two women and just, like, screaming on the street or whatever. That was just... And then at the end, when they're driving away married and, like, his Reed. arm waving. It was Wacky hysterical. Arm. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean, like, that is so much better than Gloomy because that is, like, mm -hmm. truer to who the Fantastic Four are. And they that just makes for a better film, too. Oh, yeah. And they had a much better Doctor Doom than the 2015 version. <laughs> mm -hmm. Even though the experiment was different, where he was not trying to go into hell to release his mother's soul. <laughs> Maybe and, one day. Yeah. But he like, did a lot with his hands, a lot of awkward. Like, hand acting. And the, the sound effects of his, like, metal were sort of impressive and also mm -hmm. annoying because they were constant. Anytime he was on screen, he was just, like, clanking around. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's, like, what you want for Doctor Doom to be a good villain. The one... The two things I think he needed, he needed to yell a lot more, and he needed to curse at Richards a lot more. <laughs> he just made jokes. He's like, I think you need to cool off. or <laughs> Like, yeah. there was such a long pause. stand-up set still gets rave reviews in Latveria. <laughs> and then he had his weird henchman who... <laughs> Sunglass henchmen? Yeah. They're really fake accents. Yeah, like there were two groups of henchmen in this movie, which made it even weirder. And I got confused at first. I thought the jeweler was working for him. Then not long after that, I was like, oh, okay, so they're like rivals. On accident, sort of. yeah. And it's like, how did Doom get that camera into Reed Richards' like lab <laughs> where he was storing the weird crystal thing that would not work as a crystal, to my knowledge? Oh, the, and how did the jeweler make like an exact replica of it? With his like homeless people army? <laughs> yeah, there, there are a lot of questions. If you start, they, it just it makes it. And yeah, the whole like disgusting subplot of him. Like, for no reason, kidnapping this woman who has, like, no character and is just there to be in distress. Well, what I love... But I liked... I wanted, like, a musical number with his people. Like, they, it was like a different movie, almost. Yeah. They're subterranean, like, weirdly lit, like, weirdly shot. Well, what I loved about the time when Ben met Alicia on the stairs is she drops the statue and everyone just walks off. Like, nobody cleans up this statue that she is so <laughs> upset for, for, like... 10 seconds, and then she feels Ben's face, and Ben's like, I'll see you later. She's like, okay. 
And then they all just walk off. And it's like, no one is going to clean up that statue on the floor. Which She's, like, furious at first. Yeah. And then she touches his face, and she's like, never mind, it's okay. You're And she's, like, obsessed with him. Yeah. Love it, first touch. Yeah, it, it is definitely a movie with weird parts, but it's also sort of truer to the comics, like, especially the very early stuff. Which I think worked, because if you're going to do a movie about people getting transformed by cosmic radiation, you don't need to have everything make sense. You don't need to mm -hmm. try and come up with the BS stuff. Though I did love that they did the, oh, your powers are related to your personalities. You're shy! So you turn invisible. And it, yeah, we were talking about this, and later on she's got a force field. I was like, what does that have to do with being shy? Yeah. Like, and she doesn't even, like, react, or I don't ever see her. I don't think you ever see her practicing. She's just like, and she's like, cool, and keeps mm -hmm. going. <laughs> well, it was uh, really great, because one of the what-ifs is, what if they had different powers? And so it's all, they get powers related on their interests. So, like, Johnny loves working on cars and stuff, so he turns into uh, Mandroid, the robot man. <laughs> Uh, ben loves flying, so he gets dragon wings. Uh, Sue's personality is very pliant, and so she gets Mr. Fantastic powers. And Reed is just a big brain, so he literally becomes a giant flying brain. <laughs> I'd like to see that movie. Yeah, it, like there are so many cool things that you can do with the Fantastic Four, and it's sad that we have not gotten a successful movie. Yeah, I would say this one is worth watching. I've also seen the 90s, like, I can't remember if it was, like, a pilot or a movie, the Flash adaptation, and it was so forgettable. Mm -hmm. like, I don't remember anything from it, but uh, this one is going to definitely stick with me. Mm -hmm. if, if even just for some of the weird gags and, like, some of the stuff falls really flat, and some of it's like, oh, that's a little clever. I like when the thing just, like, busts through the door. He just, like, walks out. Oh, yeah. Straight through it. That was funny. And he says, it's clobbering time two times, which... Yeah, he says it way too many times. He does not say it way too many times, or not too many times. <laughs> well, it's just like it loses its... I don't know, I don't even remember, like, the the context. And there are just some... Just fighting dudes. There are some really, really weird lines in the movie. Like, uh... Hi, Mrs. Storm, can Johnny and Susan go to outer space with us? Ha 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 ha, of course! Like, what? Like, what kind of... It's never really established what kind of relationship they have. It's just like a boarding school where she li or like it's her house. Yeah, like so I she it's a boarding she, school. No, she rents the house out to them because they're college students, but okay. also her kids live there. Okay. And also, so they're, I, they're like playing video games with her small children. Well, yeah, because she's hanging out. Yeah, you know, I guess. And like I had said, I'm pretty sure that Ben is hooking up with Mrs. Storm because I, I got that vibe at least. And yeah, they were they were very intimate. He like spun mm -hmm. her around, right? Yeah. Well, and just the way that they're looking at each other, and then Miss Storm is the one who gives them the name. Fantastic. Yeah. Storm. Which yeah, it it's a weird. There are weird choices in there. When when Sue comes down the stairs, when like adult Sue walks down the stairs, and she and Reed just stare at each other for five minutes. Yeah, I'd tap that. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like I'm just like I'm scared, and they like sleep next to each other. I was like, this is happening quickly, unless mm -hmm. I, like, so, I guess over those ten years, I don't know. And she's trying to confess her love to him, and he's like, that's it! It's our powers! And she's like... <sighs> yeah, and then there's the uh, whole thing with uh, Victor when he gets burned in the experiment where he goes from looking like a weird Benedict Cumberbatch. So uh, he's so pale. They make him look so evil, too. 
and like a skinny Cumberbatch face with like jet black hair and pale skin. Yeah, but then he just has like a fake doctor who looks like a low rent Tim Curry knockoff who's just like, yeah, the burns were too severe. We're we're just going to take this body. <laughs> no questions. Uh, did raised. they become his henchmen? The doctor? No, the doctor. The doctor vanished after that. Okay. But, okay, because the actors look similar. I get, and they, I don't know. I get confused. They're like, ah, oh, we're gonna take him, and then. Like, he has henchmen. There's no, like, real explanation. Well, which he, is fine. He has a castle. He has a baller-ass castle. <laughs> True. That was a great, like, map painting or whatever. Mm-hmm. That cat, that spooky castle with, like, the giant, like, storm in the, like, tornado-looking thing. Oh, yeah. In the background. That looked cool. I do also wish, like, when I was re-watching the movie, I was getting horrible video quality when I watched mm. it. Like, it was all very choppy. But I think when I remembered watching it before, like, Doctor Doom did actually have Doombots, which were robots with his mask and everything. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, the his, like, his henchmen with, with the... the ro- I couldn't tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched the Daily Motion upload of it, yeah. which was, it was, like, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. But there was some stuff where I wish I could have seen it in HD. But yeah, like, Doctor Doom having an army of robots who look just like him is how you do Doctor Doom. It seems very fitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was uh, really weird. It was a little slow. It could have been cut down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And some of it was so lazy. Like the both when they um, when they beat up the scientists at his castle, and when Ben transforms back into the thing, they just sort of do weird stuff with the camera. They just like spin the frame around, and it's like, oh, here we go. And I'm like, oh, which is kind of funny, kind of clever, but also super lazy. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it it could be worse. Uh, have you seen The Neighbors, the uh, Tommy Wiseau TV show? Uh, no. Uh, I watched the first episode of it with friends who are big, like, room fanatics. We could only get through one episode before we had to stop. And in that show, about every minute... Oh, no. there, In about every minute, there is a establishing shot, and it's the same establishing shot. And it's <laughs> always, like, five minutes, or five seconds long. So, I mean, the, the filmmaking here was adequate. It was good. <laughs> it was definitely adequate. It was more than adequate. There was some creativity yes. in it. Like, um, I like the, the homeless army, the whole weird offensive, like, Hold I don't even course. know what was happening there. But I liked it. Was, it was lit more, in, like, in a more interesting way, in a more creative sort of, like, yeah, ripping off. It's like Indiana Jones where he just, like, if he replaces it quickly enough, nothing mm-hmm. will go off and it'll be fine. Like, there's no alarm mm-hmm. with this, like, pressure. Like, if you're going to put lasers down, do you think you'd put some kind of, like, pressure-sensitive alarm system in addition to that. Yeah, and, like, there's no, I guess, checking for the crystal in the morning to see that everything <laughs> is good. And, like, if Doom had video cameras in there, why did Reed not have video cameras? Why was there, like, no security guard watching what was going on? Maybe, did Doom just hack his cameras? I think Doom just put up his own cameras. He's like, if Richards <laughs> shall not watch over his technology, then Doom shall. And, the, and I like how Richards, when they're, like, crashing, he's like, oh, the crystal's fake, like he immediately knew. I mean, I'm sure he has, like, some sort of, like, instruments to measure it, but he's just like, oh, that's what happened, and then they, like, explode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but overall, I, I give it a pretty solid rating for what it was. There's actually, there's, um, I was looking online, someone's making a documentary about it. Oh, yeah, it was, like, right under this movie in the Daily Motion feed. It's called Doom. Yeah. And it has a longer runtime than the movie. 
Netflix it was the full thing up? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I want. I was like, I was looking at trailers on YouTube, and one of them was blocked for copyright violation by some outside company. And I like tweeted at him, like, I want to watch your trailer, but it's blocked. It looked interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would say watch this movie just for, just to see something that, because from what I've been reading on it, I'm not sure, but Stan Lee and people were like, yeah, it was never meant to be seen. Whereas people who worked on it were under the impression. That it was so it's yeah. a, it's sort of a cruel like weird story and it's worth watching just to see like what something that was I guess financed or given permission to be made just to keep the rights just as like a fake movie whereas the actors like that not that they're like the best actors no uh, some of them are better than others it wasn't it's not as bad as Arrested Development makes it seem like it would be no yeah I would say it's worth watching mm-hmm. um, just as a as a spectacle and as a part of because there aren't a lot of movies, as far as I know, there aren't a lot of movies that are similar uh, in like a, as far as production goes. Mm-hmm. And then so, and it would suck so much because making a f- even a crappy feature, it's like so much work, and then no one ever sees it apart from bootlegs. Mm-hmm. I'm happy we were able to see it though. Yeah. So, uh, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Plenty of Alcoves or at uh, Strucci Movies. That's S T R U C C I. And if you go on YouTube and you look up uh, So You Want to Be a Film Nerd, that's my web series where I talk about how to get into film, stuff like that. And you've got a Patreon, which I'm a proud supporter of. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, just like patreon.com uh, slash Strucci Movies or something. But there, there are links to it on uh, YouTube videos. So. Mm-hmm. And then Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast. We are updating with this episode on Sunday instead of a normal numbered episode because I'm currently in Bethesda, Maryland, or driving back from Bethesda for SPX, so that episode will be up when I have time and energy to edit it. Uh, Multiversal Q can be found at multiversalq.com. We are also on Libsyn. We have a Twitter, at Multiversal Q. We have an email, multiversalq at gmail.com, and pretty much look up Multiversal Q. One word, no spaces, and you can find anything about us. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Coltreg, K-O-L-T-R-E-G, and Devin, my normal co-host, is at Fredofet, F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. Uh, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you the next time that we tackle one of the Fantastic Four movies, or we may take a break. We shall see. <laughs> Something else. Well, we can watch the 2005. And, uh, let's not do that. <laughs> but the second one has Doug Jones. Oh man! I would watch it just for Doug Jones. That—that's what many people have done. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm.